The Philadelphia Eagles need to continue their value strategy at running back. Free agent options, including DeAndre Swift, coming your way on this edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Eagles fans, I'm Louis DiBiase, co-host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, analyst also over at Bleacher Report. He's Gino Camilleri, our scouting director, Eagles content also at Bleacher Report, and my co-host. On today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, the Eagles have a decision to make in free agency this year regarding running back DeAndre Swift. We look into if they should extend Swift or continue their value strategy with cheaper free agent options. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 back if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. So yeah, Gino, DeAndre Swift, an unrestricted free agent after one year in Philadelphia, traded at the NFL Draft Day 3 um, from Detroit to the Birds. 1,000-yard season was pretty solid, but I don't know if you agree. I think you do. I think the Eagles should continue this philosophy they've had the last few years of going value at running back. Sometimes, you know, Howie Roseman always says we want to zag when the rest of the league zigs, right? So we want to be different. But sometimes there's reasons everybody does the same thing, and I think they should follow suit here at running back. In go value, I would let DeAndre Swift walk. There's a reason that the Philadelphia Eagles haven't handed out a big contract to a running back since LaShawn McCoy. Or DeMarco Murray, but that was Chip. We're not even going to go. Yeah, so Howie hasn't had a multi-year extension to a running back since Shady. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Somebody who's been in-house, they have earned that money. I believe DeAndre Swift earns more than Miles Sanders did last year, in my Mm. opinion. I think some team is going to fall in love with him and pay him because... Interesting. He still has a lot of miles left to give, in my opinion. He's still young. What is he, just turning 25 years yeah. old? He's explosive. He looked like he could cut on a dime going back to LaShawn McCoy as good as ever. But with the Philadelphia Eagles, it comes down to a true money ball approach of we are not going to pay one guy what we can pay four guys. Example, last year with Miles Sanders getting $6 million a year from the Carolina Panthers – all in all, the Philadelphia Eagles are barely paying the combination of the five guys that they had to begin the season a little over $5 million. And that's more than likely the way they're going to go about it. Boston Scott, is he going to be back? I think they try and look to upgrade. I would. Position. Rashad Penny, he's not going to be back. Was he really even here, though? That is the question. He, he was not. The big one is DeAndre Swift, and is Howie going to get into a bidding war with another team over this guy just because he wore Midnight Green last year? Absolutely not. He's going to say, all right, go and walk, and I'll find somebody at August 22nd right. agency. If that's the thing. And that's the thing, Gino, is I'm not saying DeAndre Swift isn't a good player. As you mentioned, very explosive last year. He's young, not a lot of tread on the tires because he wasn't a lead workhorse back in Detroit. Over 1,000 yards last year, had some big games early, some clutch plays late in games against some really good teams. I do think Kellen Moore could better unlock his receiving ability that Brian Johnson was not able to do last year. The player himself is a solid player that would fit this offense. But it's very similar to, like you mentioned, Miles Sanders last year. 
a good player, just not going to be worth what the market dictates compared to alternatives that can match similar production, if not the same, at a much cheaper cost. It's just economics, and maybe Josh Jacobs being in free agency and Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, maybe that pushes Swift's value down a little bit, but I still think what he will command in the open market will not be worth it compared to cheaper alternatives. And that's just, it's a sad reality for running backs, but it's the reality. And if you're from a team perspective, talking about team building, it's not the right move to hand out these contracts. Look at Carolina. They're paying for it. Miles Sanders was not good last year. There's one guy in the National Football League at this position that warrants the money that he is getting, and that is Christian McCaffrey, because he can quite literally do everything for you. He's a Hall of Fame player. You have to make your offense run around said player if Mm -hmm. you are going to pay him that much, and that's not what the Philadelphia Eagles do, but I imagine it like this, Lou. I said the Moneyball analogy already, but everybody knows the meme. It's when Jonah Hill's character is up at the whiteboard and he's presenting the players to Brad Pitt's character. I imagine that being the roles reversed in Philadelphia, where it's Howie Roseman up at the whiteboard and it's Nick Sirianni sitting down in Brad Pitt's seat. And he's like, this is Devin Singletary. He can do X, Y, and Z, but his downfall is X, Y, and Z. And Howie Roseman just goes through all those guys and he says, we can get them for what we can pay him. And that's what's going to happen this year. Could it be a combination of two or three free agents like it was last year or adding somebody at the draft or getting somebody via a trade that has a year left on their contract. Howie Roseman, at this position especially, Lou, has explored just about every avenue there is to acquire talent. He's used a second. He's used just about everything besides a first-round pick right. on a running back at this point. No, for sure. And give me, to me, the value signing and free agency of uh, I just want to improve this committee. Even if you were to bring back DeAndre Swift, as you mentioned, Boston Scott's a free agent. I want to upgrade there. I don't want to rely on Kenneth Gainwell anymore as RB2. Give me that Jordan Howard, LeGarrette Blunt type of free agent veteran. Give me a kid day two in the NFL draft. Like Bring back that Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard kind of one-two punch from 2019. That's kind of what I'm looking for. And again, I like Swift the player, but Again, this is just the reality of the position, and I think there are better alternatives who we will get into coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles, running back options as we continue our offseason options series. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today, got to talk about something we're feeling, and we've been thinking about this all week regarding running back, do not pay them. Go value. The Philadelphia Eagles have shown in the past that that's the best strategy. Last year with DeAndre Swift, you look at their Super Bowl season. LeGarrette Blunt, they signed in June. Jay Ajayi, they traded for at the deadline. Corey Clement was an undrafted rookie, and yet they combined for 300 yards in the Super Bowl. Go value at running back. We've been trying to say that the entire time we've been on this podcast. So back to something that really matters, though, therapy. It can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems on our chest than our favorite sports team and their running back philosophy. It's important to get those important things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn, and you're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month of online therapy. 
We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, want to let you know that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Lockdown Sports Today now, available on the free Fire TV channels app. So, Gino, I think we're both in agreement. DeAndre Swift, really good player, fun story last year you traded for him on day three a great move um, number zero that was sweet from Philadelphia an exciting explosive player that I think would fit this offense still if he if again if the market does not dictate that he can get a Miles Sanders like contract maybe he comes back on a one-year deal I would welcome him back honestly he'd be my favorite option in a vacuum but like you mentioned in segment one, he probably will still warrant a contract that Howie Roseman will not be willing to pay. So for me, it's like, who's a cheaper poor man's version of a DeAndre Swift? Something that Howie would do. And I know the injury-prone yet productive running back strategy last year blew up in their face with Rashad Penny. I do think they could try it again. To me, a guy like J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens would make so much sense. 25 years old multiple serious leg injuries, but a former second round pick that you're going to get for nothing on a one-year prove-it deal. Like that's the kind of move I think how he's going to focus on and then draft a player in like round three, round four. The thing with that is, is you have to bring in multiple players. At that oh yeah, for sure. I think they're going to go back to a committee approach. Well, that's what it's been for. Yeah. Heck, I mean, well, when you think about it though, like Swift and Bowl. Sanders were kind of workhorses over the last four years or five years. From a kid, from was a touch perspective, DeAndre workhorse though. From how many touches he really got in the grand scheme of what they did in that offense, compared I think to what they used to be. Like you go back to 2017. Yeah. That's a committee. They need to get back to that, but at the same time, they need to continue to build that backfield like a basketball team rather than trying to yes, get the same. I agree with that. I mean, the idea of having multiple guys that are five foot eight to five ten and are low to the ground i understand yeah. it but you need a change-up pitch you didn't have that last year i think one of the better backfield duos that we have seen was the rookie year of miles sanders and jordan howard and mm -hmm. those two guys ran completely different from each other miles was so good when it came to pass catching that year as well if you could find a combination of jk dobbins who could be that 2019 miles sanders mm -hmm. with somebody in the draft or heck even like a, a dante foreman just for a bag of bones for like $800,000 veteran, sure. veteran minimum, just to take those short yardage snaps for you. I think you can get by with that type of group because yeah. the guys at the top are going to get paid. Tony Pollard's probably going to get a bag, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, but the guys down the list, it falls off a hill quick. Cause even those stars are going to struggle to get deals. Cause there's a lot of them. Do you think Gino? Cause Derek Henry's also in free agency. Are we really yep, thinking five guys are going to get big contracts? I don't like a lot of them are going to have to settle for one year deals with guaranteed money. What about Austin Eckler? Like what's yeah, he going to get? That's another player. It's like maybe, and again, maybe this bodes well for the people that want Deandre Swift back or want one of those top tier running backs. Maybe the market is so bad that, Howie Roseman says, okay, sure, I'm still paying a running back more than he's probably worth, but considering the talent and considering what other positions get, if I can get Saquon Barkley or Derrick Henry at you know so-and-so price, 
it's probably something they would consider. I just, I definitely can't see it. I, I would, I would probably say again, more so a JK Dobbins type, or you mentioned like building your backfield, like a basketball team. How about what one thing they did not have last year was a power running back, mm-hmm. AJ Dillon, another Philly boy. Like there's a power option and a committee. That's what I was saying with the JK Dobbins and Dante yeah. Foreman or JK Dobbins and AJ Dillon type of approach where you have to have, a change up and it's like if he comes in on third down you know what he's coming in on third down to do and and that's right. okay because the eagles offensive line if things work right you should be ahead of the sticks and it should be third down and two and third down and three and you shouldn't mm-hmm. have to worry about getting all these crazy long yardage situations like you have in the past and let a short yardage back be a short yardage back and they need to get back to that loop because i think last year they got away from using their backs in their best area i yeah. would say there were times when Kenny Gainwell was in when you're like, this is a good situation for DeAndre and vice right. versa, where it would have been good to have a little bit of a uh, change up pitch to that. Especially path. in the red zone, man. Like Kenneth Gainwell cannot be your featured red zone running back anymore. Give me a break. No. And you need somebody with optionality because the way you were using them, you weren't using them to catch passes as much no. as you think you should have. And the way Callum Moore likes to use backs, talk about Austin Eckler. Look at how productive he was for that mm-hmm. team last year. The people that they bring in to fill that position, you're going to be asked to do a lot for this team. It's not like Brian Johnson, where you are going to see all the passes go to two guys. No, yeah. this is a complete committee type of offense that Kellen Moore likes to run. How does he like to run it? He likes to win with leverage. He likes to win with matchups. He likes to win getting guys in space. Taking away the running back, that's a huge disadvantage in that offense. He needs somebody that he can play in that Austin Eckler position. Now, does it come by one guy or is it that money ball approach? Yeah. What do you think is the highest they would pay any running back? Like, what is the cap value-wise? I don't know. I mean, what's the number? Like, it's a one or two-year deal, and I can't even see it being a two-year deal. Are they going to pay a player more than five million dollars i think four is like the most like they're four is probably the line guy yeah and i agree who is the second tier back that could fall in that four million dollar range like a, a poor Devin man's Stingleton? version Terry? i was literally about to say a poor man's version of swifter sanders although he's kind of in the same tier mm-hmm. Devin singletary is shifty as hell 898 yards in houston last year he's had three straight seasons with at least 800 yards like that's a good player that's complete and has good hands too the thing about him is the pass protection element of him as well. I mean, yeah, which was bad for the Eagles last year, too. You're going to have to find an upgrade there. But the thing yeah. is, in this running back market, you let the big dogs go for the big dogs. This is where Howie Roseman can really find money in the crumbs because you go down the list. I mean, there are so many guys that realistically are going to be part of a committee. And for Philadelphia, yeah. that's perfect. I love the idea of Antonio Gibson simply because he can catch balls out of the backfield and he can mm-hmm. be that guy for you. And I've mentioned Dante Foreman more times than I can count on, on this show alone. And heck, man, like Clyde Edwards, Alaire is an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. I mean, you want another like power team? style guy? Uh, Gus Edwards is on the open market. Zach Moss before Jonathan Taylor came. I was going to mention him. Top five in rushing for the Indianapolis Colts. A former third round pick. Uh, Cam Akers, a former second round pick, is in the open market. That's where I think, again, even though considering compared to other positions, 
Derrick Henry and a lot of these stars at the top might be underpaid and you might consider that avenue. Mm-hmm. I still think the, the names we're mentioning right now is where Howie's going to go with Always. a draft pick. Because, again, none of these guys, Gino, are the every down player of a DeAndre Swift or Miles Sanders. Like, if you if you sign A.J. Dillon, I'm going to want a speed element like a Jalen Wright from uh, Tennessee coming in on day two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to have to bring in. If you're going to do the committee that way, you got to make sure you get each player to have different strengths. If you're not going to have that overall do it all player. Kenneth Gainwell has to be in the equation when we are talking about mm-hmm. this. So let's break it down. What are the, rules I don't want him to need be out of those three guys. And unfortunately that's, <laughs> I want him to, if he's RB three, fine, that's fine. Yeah. And that's for sure. So I'm saying what you need, you need one guy who can do a little bit of everything. He yes. doesn't have to be great at it. That's Agreed. the Devin Singletary that mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Somebody who can be a pass catching option a running option for you and be in there on all three downs. Your quote unquote RB one. Kenneth Gainwell, that's going to be your little Mm. bit of an undersized change up pitch to that lead back. And then what we really need is that Jordan Howard element. It's third down and four. We need four yards to go get a first down and we're going to go get five yards. And heck look at the Buffalo bills last year with Latavius Murray. I mean, he's, what, 34 years old, that type of role, you can get good production out of guys who are a little bit older. Where do you find the value, though, with these type of guys? That's the thing. They're not going to garner all of this money. They're going to be veteran minimum type of guys. You have found them before. Rashad Penny seemed to be that guy for you last year. The idea of it seemed right but the execution did it. Yes, I agree. Is there any other trade option that we're not thinking? I mean, of course, we're talking about free agency, but they traded for DeAndre Swift. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not an obvious name like a Swift, but maybe this is more a conversation for the draft if somebody else like Detroit drafts a running back early. But, I mean, I think there are some names like, I don't know, would Chicago consider trading a Khalil Herbert oh, if Roshan Johnson breaks up? I, I pulled up 2025 running yeah. back free agency. Pittsburgh's got, got two free agents Herbert in 2025. The top of the list. Kenny Gainwell is one. Here's one for you, Lou. If the Patriots are really bad, what about Ramondre Stevenson? Because he can do everything, and he's bigger, and he can play all the snaps in the world for you. He's not going to cost you a lot in terms of trade value, but that's the type of mark, like James Conner for the Arizona Cardinals, right? I mean, they're at the bottom of the barrel. He's not going to be there when they're a competing football team. That's what you're looking for. The Pittsburgh Steelers with – Najee Harris. I mean, the Vikings have Alex Madison. Jalen Warren's also a free agent for Pittsburgh in 2025. Both of them are. So they're not going to pay both players. No. And I don't think teams are looking to pay running backs. I think they're looking to do what Detroit did with DeAndre Swift last year. And Mm -hmm. where's Howie's market? It's that type of move. So the optionality doesn't just come down to free agency. This is going to be a position that quite literally is ever changing and there's going to be moves made probably the day of the 90 man cut down when they go to 53, when other teams release that star running back, because in the draft, they're not going to find a guy who is a bell cow. That's going to do it all for you because that's not what the Eagles do. If they do draft, somebody who's going to come in and be a committee type of approach. And you're going to have to bring in a veteran to support the young guys that you have in there. They're not going to get back to that bell cow approach. It is a three man game. They have to get back to the idea mm-hmm. of what Chip Kelly wanted when he brought in DeMarco and Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles. It was a great the idea. The Legion of Lou. Zoom. I have a Photoshop M&M, picture baby, somewhere M&M. on my phone. The Legion of Zoom, and it's those three. It's so funny <laughs> to look back. was fantastic. The execution oh, it was, disgusting. was like me trying to dribble a basketball. Yeah, that was one of the 
least likable backfields of all time. But uh, another only one other name I thought in the trade market. This one's not as exciting, but two years ago in Houston, Damian Pierce had a really good season. Last year fell out of favor. I mean, again, not a sexy name, but if you're looking for that power style RB3 type, if you believe in Kenneth Gainwell more than I do, that's another option. But like you said, I mean, there's just so many names out here that there's no need as fun as it would be to imagine Josh Jacobs in this offense. You guys know I wouldn't shut up in 2019 about that guy. It would be fun, but it's just you have to be disciplined at this position. It's just not worth it. Great. Com- Great you just it. it's so it's so easy to replicate most running backs in the league their production by at least 70% with so many cheaper options. So uh, the most likely options and the ones we want the most, we'll get into that coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. Today's edition of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You could bet on everything that FanDuel has to offer. Quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, you know, Lou and I are obsessed with the player props, especially in the NBA. These things you can go crazy on, and you can do it responsibly as well. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, Gina, we're talking running backs right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast as offseason options continue. And this is actually our second last portion of this series. We're going to do tight ends as well as some other content tomorrow for you on our Friday show. Um, all right, we've talked about a lot of names as we've done for all these shows this week and last week. The most likely option of running back for Howie Roseman and the one you would want the most. Most likely, mm-hmm. I think you're right up the avenue of J.K. Dobbins. I totally a, agree. a lot of sense for it's this. It's so Dobbins. Yeah. Where he's forgotten about. It's not going to be at the top of team's radar. Mm-hmm. But Howie Roseman just has those that tape cut up, and he's just watching it over and over again. He's like, that's that healthy that healthy J.K. Dobbins. He's something. He's something. I think they make a move like that. I agree. And I think you can back it up with at least another move in terms of a trade and or an addition via the draft, both in that weekend. I totally agree. I would say Dobbins is the most likely. The favorite one for me, I like A.J. Dillon on a one-year prove-it deal with the hometown team. He was injured last year, so it's not going to get really a huge contract. Another former second-round pick that's got a power style that I want. Um, Actually, funny enough, before last year, he was the sixth-highest graded running back, according to Pro Football Focus, over a three-year stretch from their overall offensive grades. So, I mean, Dillon was not too shabby the years before as RB2 he surpassed 800 rushing yards in 2022 over 700 in 2021 like a solid player that can be your new like again Jordan Howard as I mentioned and then I'll go find my Miles Sanders in the draft just not in the version of a second round pick yeah no like give me a third or fourth round version of Miles although I would love Bucky Irvin I was gonna say your boy Bucky Irvin from Oregon that's that's the guy for you if I had to put together somewhat of a, a dream yeah, situation. I mean, we're talking about a, a little dream, one that you, yeah, you wake up a poor man's running back dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want Antonio Gibson. Okay, and I want to pair him with Kareem Hunt. I think Ooh. the talk of Kareem Hunt last Did year made a lot Hunt. of sense. I think he would have been signed if that situation didn't happen where Nick Chubb went down to the injury because the Eagles were looking for that type of player. Mm-hmm. As the weeks went on with Rashad Penny not panning out, 
could those two guys for a combination of $4 million, one being very good in the run, one being very good in the pass with Kenny Gainwell with the optionality to go and draft somebody else, count me in, Luke. I like that. I didn't even think of Kareem Hunt. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at LockdownBirds, at GC24 underscore football, and at DBLCLOE. L-O-E. That'll do it for today's edition of the show. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Want to let you know one more time about Lockdown launching the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And guys, it's now also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app, so go check that out. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Ludi Biasi signing off. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.